Monday afternoon, everybody. It is the 12th of July, and my title is Escaping the Corruption of Lust. Some decisions in life really are kind of simple. I mean, remember the day when you only had to choose if you wanted a vanilla or chocolate or a strawberry milkshake? Now, of course, you have 31 flavors with any kind of toppings you might desire. And the person in front of you at the drive-thru can't decide. And so you want to lean in hard on your horn, but you don't because of the daggers that will pierce you being shot out of the eyes of your wife. Having too many choices can really complicate things. Now, as followers of Jesus, we have a very serious choice that we need to make every day. It is a choice that sets your course for the day. Are you going to walk in the Spirit and experience God's will for your life or ignore Him and walk in the flesh? And if you do not choose to walk in the Spirit, you will immediately, by default, go to your flesh. And we all know where that leads. The next train to Pornville. Or, oh, that it would be the last train to Pornville. I know that recovery is difficult work. And we grow tired. We grow weary of it. We can become lazy, thinking we don't need to be filled with the Spirit, with the full armor of God in place. Besides, I mean, what's a little sin going to do to us? Well, I'm afraid it's not that simple. Because you know, as well as I do, that if you give an inch, you end up taking a mile. The proverbial camel who wants to to stick its nose in your tent, that doesn't seem so bad until you wake up in the middle of the night and he's lying right next to you, fleas and all. Today, let's look further down the road of making the right choice, doing the daily spiritual disciplines and growing stronger. I know many of you believe that this is impossible, but listen, it's not. It is not in my life and in the lives of hundreds of other men that we have helped. We've learned what God has told us to do and we're actually doing it consistently. Peter writes about this in his second letter. And at the very beginning, chapter one, he writes, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God. And of Jesus our Lord, seeing that his divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness. Through the true knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. He continues, for by these, his glory and his excellence. He has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises so that by them you may become partakers. 
you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. Those are some amazing words. Because look what can happen if we do what he tells us to do in our lives. We can become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. So what do you think it means for us to become partakers of the divine nature? The word for partakers is from the, actually from the root word koinonia, which is the word we use for fellowship. It is the result of growing in your knowledge of the Lord and working on the parts of your salvation in which we all need to grow. It is the idea of becoming a partner or a companion with someone. The someone is you, and guess what? Your partner is Jesus. You've been drafted by the Lord, and he is now your companion because his very spirit lives in you and will be in you forever. It is by the power and the transformational power of the Spirit that we can walk in the Spirit and not fulfill the desires of our flesh. That's the answer. However, it's not simple to walk in the Spirit consistently. The good news is that literally every day we have a fresh start. The bad news is that every day we might face another battle, at least until you get through withdrawal, which is going to take about 90 days. However, what I found in my early days of recovery, I know you are experiencing as well. We have to deal with our discouragement, fear, shame, anxiety, and even self-loathing. And really, we feel them incessantly while we're struggling to land a beachhead on the shore of our recovery. The danger is getting so discouraged you want to quit. You feel you are too much of a loser that can never win. Well, that's a lie. The truth is you will win. We all will win. All of us who are children of God will ultimately win this battle because Jesus, unbeknownst to you, has run up the score on your behalf. And when your clock ticks down on your fourth quarter, no matter how many points your enemy has scored against you, you will, at the point of death, immediately receive enough points and are victorious. And guess what? You get to go to the reward ceremony in heaven. So since that is our future, guaranteed. So since that is our future, guaranteed by God, all we have to do is stay on the field. Keep your jersey on and your equipment and keep fighting every single day. And as we do that, we learn. We learn from our mistakes. And then notice what Peter says next. You may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. What does he mean by that? Partakers of the divine nature. 
Sounds pretty good to me. Peter's telling us that by God's will, we have become his children. He sealed us with his Holy Spirit, who will be in us forever, according to Jesus. And so we have the potential of living life in connection with the divine nature by his Spirit. And what happens when we are doing what we need to be doing daily? We will be escaping the corruption that is in the world by lust. So how do we do that? Peter goes on and tells us that we need to apply all diligence. Quote, Now for this very reason, also applying all diligence in your faith. Supply moral excellence. And in your moral excellence, knowledge. And in your knowledge, self-control. And in your self-control, perseverance. And in your perseverance, godliness. And in your godliness, brotherly kindness. And to your brotherly kindness, love. Those are the things that Peter tells us we need to add to our faith by applying all diligence. In other words, work at it. This is the work that we are called to do as followers of Jesus. Being a Christian is really hard work. And being a Christian partaking in the divine nature, which is what should be true for everyone, it's going to take time and practice. Which, once again, is why it becomes so much easier if you become part of a team with other men who are working on the same things. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. I hope you have a great day in the Lord, and we'll talk again tomorrow. This goes along with Boot Camp, day number 22. Goodbye. Goodbye.